This is Gutterball's Rewind. In each episode of Gutterball's Rewind, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of their groundbreaking previous podcast, Gutterball's The Lebowski Deep Cast. To salute that podcast's greatest moments of truth, as well as give recognition to its broken promises. Please join us as we step over the threshold and into your memories. Another trip down memory lane, ready to commence. Engage. Three, two, two one. one. Engage! Where would you like to go, Brad? Where should oh, we go? Where should we go? You know, so much of this podcast turns out to be about the passage of time, doesn't it? Course, Captain? Why don't we head to January 9th, 2013? See, I really wanted you to say something like, I don't know, out there or something like that. I don't know the exact right. quote, but I was hoping you would pick up on it and give me right. the, give me the line. No, I picked up on nothing. You picked up on nothing. You were the cock of nothing, Brad. Yeah. Ain't that the story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So January what? January 9th, 2013. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. It it took us like eight months to get seven episodes into this, or at least to release seven episodes. Well, let's see. So, yeah. So, January 9th, 2013 is when we released the seventh episode of Gutter Balls. That's unfortunate. And, but I feel like episode episode six was released on October January 4th, 2013. Oh, see, that's pretty good. Episode five was October 27th. Oh, boy. That's not great. Three-month gap in between well, that's what, five and six? The f- Famous broken episode, I think, must be episode five. That must be it. And that's why. I remember having an overwhelming feeling of dread and failure and I won't say depression, but just like, what is that when you feel like you're the worst person that's ever existed? What's that feeling called? Being human, of course. Okay, right, right. Yeah, I had a exceptionally human three months there yeah it really sucked it sucked but then we got back on and we were released two episodes within what five days or something yeah five five days days. yeah nice so we started to make up for it so that's where we are gutter balls rewind we're examining the big lebowski deep cast aka gutter balls minute by minute and we're throwing back we're hearkening back to January of 2013. Episode yep. 7. Episode 7. Episode 7, where we discussed minute 6, six colon, colon zero, zero, zero to 7, to seven colon, colon yep. zeros. No, I'm trying to do it with you, but you keep stopping. Oh. Well, you know how hard, yeah, that, how can hard that can be. Episode, Episode zero, 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 007. Seven, which, which covered... Covers. <laughs> The minute, minute of the Big Lebowski. Of the big <laughs> okay, I can't do it. So minute six All right, we did it. We can be done with that now. Yeah. But yeah, all right. So it's early on in you know our deep dive through this movie, 
Yeah. Um, and what minute will we be discussing? We will be discussing minute six colon zero zero to seven So we're discussing episode seven of Gutter Balls. Right. Minute s- s- seven of Gutter Balls. Yes. We're in essence discussing minute six colon zero zero to seven colon zero zero of our discussion of minute six colon zero zero seven colon zero zero. And the strange thing is, you did not plan that. You I didn't even plan it. I was just like, oh, this is the perfect minute, right? And then it turned out to be that. It's like, yeah, I texted you. I was like, wait a second. I'm like uh, six to seven of gutter balls, which is discussing minute six to seven of Lebowski. <laughs> you were like, oh shit, <laughs> I did not realize that. <laughs> yeah, in essence, this is uh, yeah minute seven of our discussion of minute seven. Beautiful. It's like the whole seventh son of a seventh son thing, which is a very is- Jeff Bridgey thing to do. A what thing? A, a very Jeff Bridgey thing to do. Right? Exactly. Well, and Maud Lebowski, both Jeff Bridges right. and Julianne Moore were in Seventh Son. It all comes full circle. Which we had discussed pr- previously in our deep cast. Have you seen that Because that was that coming out at the same time. It got pushed back multiple times. It, it was pushed back for like five years. Have you seen it? Yeah. No, I haven't seen no, it. No, me either. But I've noticed that it's out. I'm pretty sure it actually exists and is out there to consume. Oh, it is. It is. But I don't know if I will ever bring myself to actually watch it. Well, next time we're in the same state, perhaps. Perhaps. We'll add it to the list. We'll add it to the list of things for the listener to be disappointed in that we never do. Right. When we do a Gutter Balls Rewind Rewind. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. All our broken promises. When we discuss... uh, (laughs) Yeah, in episode seven of this podcast, in which in minute seven of this podcast, in which we discuss minute seven of minute seven, we also make a promise that we break because it's we, currently minute seven. So hey, fuck it. We already know that we're not keeping that promise. So fuck no, it. fuck it, dude. No. no, let's go podcasting. I'm too. Yeah, exactly. I'm too busy podcasting about stuff to actually do stuff. Yeah, come on. You know what I mean. We're not get busy ma- podcasting or, or get, get busy, busy not podcasting. Not. You know? Yeah. Get busy watching Terrace House. That's what I'm doing now. Are you doing that? Yeah, I'm kind of fucking addicted to it. Is that Tara Reed, Brad? No. Bummer. That would have been a nice crossover. That would have been. No. Wait, this gold? is just a, a Japanese reality show with just like normal people in it. I just noticed a, an egregious typo. In the description for episode seven of Gutterballs, Jeff Goldblums. <laughs> well, maybe that's not a typo, though. Oh, shit. You never know what these descriptions do you. <laughs> yeah. Did shit, we talk about right. a Jeff Goldblum? I don't that's know. Not how, that's not how you spell his name? No. I mean, I want to no. say that's a, not a description because... There's a D in there, but yeah. Jeff no, that's Gold, how you say it. Jeff Goldblums, Adam in 1998... Oh, so I that might be some other, right? I but thought, that yeah, 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 might, it yeah. might be we some were, other thing. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. I thought. Yeah, I thought that we were taking issue with the um at the end. No, no. 
I know. Like that's gold weird bloom enough. versus right. gold bloom. But no, yeah, it's U-M. But then it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we missed the D. It's a gold bloom. You're like this. It's skunk. kind of a mix between like my precious and nature finds a way. Something mm, like Nature finds a way. That's so fucking horrible. <laughs> Wait, God. What? Why is that horrible? I'm so, uh, no, just my stupid, uh, unable to do a golem voice. Oh, it's just. But I embarrass myself with all my around. inability to impersonate Gollum. It's okay. It's, all, it's not that Andy Circus is a national treasure. You can't expect to like just yeah. throw it out there first time. No, true, true yeah. enough. True enough. So don't be so hard on yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know if there was another Jeff Gold. Blum in my life in 1998, though I don't have no idea what that's about, and I don't know if that's in <laughs> Jeff six to Goldblum's seven. Goldblum's Adam in 1998. What could it mean? I you love know? This I have shit. no idea. But I think that's in a different. That's not in this minute. That's a different minute than we're discussing. No, it's a different minute than we're discussing. This is kind of like we're kind of expanding a little to the right and left temporally. That's like forward in time and back in time to the layman. But you know what's fucked up, though, is that that comes before. So in trying to, I was listening to the minute that we're minute six to seven of episode seven, which is discussing minute six to seven of the Big Lebowski. And I didn't encounter Jeff Goldblum's Adam in 1998, but I did encounter our Raymond Chandler Big Sleep talk but in the description chandler's big sleep talk comes yeah it's way yeah the description is not uh after chronologically this. based no it's not is it yeah unless we discuss the big sleep later on i mean we never dis- yeah, I mean, we do it again i mean i didn't hear any discussion of buffalo wing greased balls either no that's for sure but i i remember that i remember oh yeah talking actually i know what that, that is now we yeah. were talking about bowling balls, not testicles. Okay. No, not the, it's not like a shoot off of our other podcast, Johnson. Right. Which could be a nice, you know. Well, sub, Johnson sub-cast. is really just about the shaft. It's not really about the beans down there. That's what I mean. It could be a nice subcast. Right. It's a subcast. Balls. <laughs> balls. There's bowling balls. Yeah. There's this isn't just gutter balls. These are all types of balls at this point. There's where your nuts hang down, where you need an extra inch. Right. We've already kind pants. of done this podcast, I guess. A little bit. A little bit. Or a lot of crossover with the LBJ. Yeah. A lot of ins. A lot of outs. Yeah. It's weird, man, the way the world works. You can say that again. I went to the gym, Brad. I just got back. I'm all like roided oh, you out. Like I'm all exercised. Yeah, I'm all hulked out now. Is that because it's like the New Year, New Year's resolution thing happening? No, of course not. I've been doing this forever, so I'm all like, like I'm ripped. It's my second time at the gym. Since nice. January second. So it Your has nothing time to do. You've been doing it forever. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. But I'm tell you what. I do those little things. I'm like, I look like fucking Lou Ferrigno. I know what you mean. Actually, I hope I don't look like Lou Ferrigno. I know what you mean. He was the Hulk. Yep. Yep. But he's dead. He died. Shit, man. Too many roids. Did too many roids. Yeah. Not hemorrhoids. Steroids. Well, and hemorrhoids, too. Maybe. Probably. They're, they're no picnic. I can tell you that. Wait. Lou Ferrigno didn't die. Oh, good. God damn it. More, Internet hoax. More shit we gotta correct. No, he's still alive, 65 years old. 
Yeah, he was uh, Bruce Banner when Bruce Banner turned into the Hulk. Yep. Yep. Still, still kicking it. Good for him. Good for him. You know who I was thinking of, and I don't know why. This is dumb. I why do I even admit this shit? But I was thinking of Lou Alzado. Lou Alzado. Yeah. Lou Alzado. That seems familiar to me. Was he an athlete of sorts? He was an athlete. Well, not of sorts. He was an athlete. He's a football player. So I was this might, say, okay. we might want to save this for another. Lyle podcast. Alzado. Sorry, did I say I said Lou Lyle? Yes, Lyle, Lyle Alzado. Alzado. Okay, I'm with that now. Lyle Alzado. For some reason, the roids led me to that. Yeah, because he was all roided out, but then he ended I up. I remember like, him withered away into nothing. He died when he was like, I don't know, I think in his 40s or something. Yeah, they pump you up, yeah, but then they, they shrivel you out. They shrivel you out. You guys, you got to, you got to watch out for them roids for you sure. Do. You do. There's a Sports Illustrated cover of him. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it now from 1991, and it's just him. He's wearing a bandana. He kind of looks like mm-hmm. little Steven of uh, E Street Band and Sopranos fame, and he's that's when he's starting to wither away. It just says, "I lied." Former right. NFL star Lyle Alzado now admits to massive use of steroids and human growth hormone. And believes they caused his inoperable brain cancer. I, mean, mm. I, don't, I don't know if that was ever proved, but he did go from like Mister. Like, if you look at pictures of him when he was playing football, right, he's terrifying. And then he just kind of became a skeleton at the end of things. Yeah, well, that was that's what that's what uh, cancer will do to you, I guess. Right, but did the roids cause it? Cause the cancer? I guess there's no way you can prove anything ever. Like not yet. Like you know, like you laying can't... in the grass could cause cancer at this point. For all well, I'm just know. saying, even if you did something like super cancerous, like smoking, yeah, and then you get cancer. Is it like, well, this cigarette that I did caused it? You can't. I know. Like, you yes, s- it increases your chances. You settle into this like there's like a switch. We've had this discussion before, like, you do this cancerous thing over and over and over and over, and you're more in the, like, thought, your thought process is, like, maybe that one cigarette, boom, and then the switch got flipped and turned the cells against you, instead of, like, it builds up over time, and then maybe it can build back down over time, but, like, you're like, you're like a No, it's a flip switch. Well, Granted, I don't, I don't know I shouldn't about that. Say, say things I don't know, but that's how I've always know. imagined it. I know you imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should not even let just I'll let you keep talking. <laughs> no, I just mean like based on <laughs> what we know about DNA and RNA and replication and all that stuff. Like Those an are... error gets introduced at some point. It's not like, oh, there's one quarter of an error. And once it gets to 75% of a, a single error, there's a problem, right? But what causes the error? Like, to introduce those, like, if you want to call them defects or, like, I don't know, it's not evolutions, but, like, adaptations, like, that takes mm-hmm. generations and generations over time. And then finally, and then, like, maybe I can get behind it, like, finally, after generation upon generation of it, boom, it's like, okay, we got to do something about this. Like, that kind of thing. But... I don't know that like n- none of that's ever been proven to happen like within one unit's lifetime. No, it definitely does. How's that? I mean like the DNA that you have. You're talking about mutations here, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen in one person's lifetime. It definitely does. It takes generations and generations. It takes generations to go from being like a rhinoceros to a whale or something. But well, yeah, more than that. But yeah, but like there is small there. So right. So there's the mutation point. Um, Is this a movie starring Jean Claude Van Johnson? (laughs) Johnson Johnson with no prep preposition in it the title i doubt it it can't be then you must need be it. something else yeah it's like under the mutation point right. <laughs> right no like okay so for for sure i know this <laughs> this is not a fantasy or this is not just a, yeah, it's just my man like i know that when cancer it's so funny you know when you so okay so a, a human being right i Ideally, the DNA within there, half of it came from the father, half of it came from the mother, right? But there are several bits of DNA in there that came from neither. They're just errors. Okay. And that's just kind of normal. Okay. Granted, like a single bit of DNA being flipped isn't going to make like a huge difference. Like it's not going to give you a horn or make you shoot lasers out of your eyes. God damn it. And so it takes those single bits... Over generations, yes, right, to start to do that kind of stuff. Or, you know, just to be lucky to have a bit that might actually give you some um, advantage, right? And that's not the only mechanism for evolution is mutation. Like, there's also just, you know, the selection of the existing characteristics and everything else. What what causes those to be selected? What's doing the selecting? Um, the The environment. Other like anything that gives you an advantage to passing on your DNA will then be selected for. Slightly longer neck that allows you to get the leaves up there. That yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. But isn't that ulti- like if you follow that down far enough, isn't that another little like error that happens um, to do that? Like, so this is where we're totally out of my scope of knowledge. I want to say there's pro- there's a combination, right? Of, like, you get a long neck. It's all gray area, Brad. I mean, if you look at, like, what we did... That's why you're with, with our selective thing. breeding, though, right? Like, what we've done just in the small amount of time of, like, humans being on this planet in terms of, like, what we've done to dogs and all sorts of plants that we've domesticated and stuff and how we've totally just warped them, right? Just by, by deciding what we want to select for, how we want to breed them. I mean, you, you can know, make- like your Buffy Lebowski and your Wilson are the same. They're both gray wolves. Everything you just said is now relegated to the dumpster because you just <laughs> referred to as Buffy Lebowski. You just right. you just You're delegitimized right. everything you said. You're by right. Fucking that one thing up. It's like so in some ways your switch flipping metaphor or idea or whatever it is just got pro- you just proved it. By fucking it up, by flipping that one switch and messing up the name. So you're right. You're right, right. Brad. There you go. Shit. Well, guess I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Man, sniffing glue. It's not that great. That's just not a good place to be at right now. Mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. So I commend you for quitting. I quit. I quit that shit. I mean, spray paint's way better. Buffy Lebowski, Brad? 
I don't know. Why are My you daughter is going back and watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer every she day is? after school now, so I guess that was in my mind. I have no idea what happened. A little fluffy dog kind of seems like a bunny, a Buffy. I don't know. It was just a horrible, a horrible, as you say, it was a horrible mu- mutation. It was a horrible, it was a mutation. horrible, horrible brain stroke now. But what you just described was that happening over time with several different factors influencing it, not one switch getting flipped. Because honestly, let's face it, a fluffy little dog is more like a bunny than a Buffy. Yes. And I don't want to talk about John Whipple anyway. Can we move on? Please. The man and me. Um, most of this minute, if I'm not mistaken, of Gutterballs, the Lebowski deep cast is like we're discussing the minute of the Big Lebowski that's almost all. S- no, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I listened to too much of it. But we do start discussing the big sleep at least, right? You mean within the minute? Yes, within the, the minute. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's exactly what we discussed. Well, should we just play that minute for the audience? All right, let's do – yeah, let's do that. So here's a minute. It gets confusing because you hear us talking, and then you hear us talking, but it's not us anymore. It's us from 2013. I don't see how that would be Which, confusing. That makes perfect it, sense. Is it still us, though? I guess it is, even if it's us from the past. Time Cop? Continue. (laughs) No, that's where I'm putting it in, right after Time Cop. (laughs) See, this is a lot of fun. This is like my favorite episode. Gutterballs Rewind. I've never let that stop me before. <laughs> but, but I guess, you know, I'm going to have to explore this novel more just to understand this. I mean, I think if we're going to be doing a deep cast into Lebowski. Maybe that's a homework assignment. It's going to have to be a homework assignment to, like, read that, that it's, book. It's, I have to study this you know more. But it's really, it really twists my head. I'm going to tell you that I'm not sure. Sh- I can't confirm this. I'm going to go over to my bookshelf. I think I have that book on my bookshelf right now. Well, have you read it? I read some of it. It was assigned to me in a class, but I don't think I finished it. I think I just read the cliff notes and then faked it. Um, I'm looking through my books here. Pretty sure I got this over here. There it is. Big Sleep, Raymond Chandler, right there. There it is. There so, it is. Did, so I totally. Gutter balls. Rewind. <laughs> See, back then we used a lot. There's a lot of pauses, unlike now. Well, we were a bunch of fucking amateurs back then, Brad. But you know, there was a certain style to it. Like, I was listening to this episode seven for the first time in a shitty you know, style. Almost four years. Four years almost. A couple days is going to be four years old. That's right. And it, I, don't I don't know. Like I like it. I couldn't listen to it. It's like when the minute was done, I was like, okay, that's good enough. I'm done. I don't know. It. I found it surprising. Maybe I was just had such bad, ex- such low expectations. I was like, this isn't so bad. It's actually kind of like there was a whole I could see where we, I could see the issues with it, but I could also see the strengths in it. And I could see some burgeoning strengths that we never developed. 
Or maybe developed and then eventually sliced those limbs off, perhaps. Okay, please Just elaborate. Just verbal sli- stylings. I don't see any strengths in it. I, like, I don't see any strengths in this even now, today. Like, I look back on our stupid selves from whatever, four years ago or three years ago. No, four years ago. Jesus. And I'm like, look how stupid our stupid selves were. We're an embarrassment to humanity. I guess I have that feeling a lot, but I can't, it's unlistenable. <laughs> Just like now. I can't listen to it now. I don't know why we do this, but here you mean we you are. can't listen to the current episode we're recording right now? I won't listen to this ever. I can't do it. It's gross and weird. It's not that gross and weird. I think it's actually pretty good. That be, But my point is, this one, episode seven, is even grosser and weirder. So I'm not sure what strengths you're seeing in it. Please I don't know. Elaborate. There was That's kind why I'm of asking like, you to elaborate. What, I think it was, what? I was just, it was our delivery, right? Our delivery was kind of like laid back. I wasn't all up in your face all the time. A little you more smooth. All like, like very confident in your switch theories. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like screaming and stomping around the studio. I hate when you do that. It's terrifying, man. <laughs> yeah, so it big. was all. It was it was very like let's chill out together, man. Okay, hey, let's talk about you. Chandler's big sleep. <laughs> I it think was. I watched that. Like I don't know, had a had a vibe to it. it was but a granted, lot we were still kind of like, yeah, yes, we're amateurs, but and we were using a certain vibe. We weren't sure if we were going to continue this thing back then. Honestly, well, this was only episode seven, and it was like, shit, how far would we have to go? We have to go all the way to episode 118. That, that might take like, us two whole years. Well, I mean, not two years, maybe a year and a half, but still, that's a long yeah. time. And that seemed overwhelming. But, you know. Four years later, here we are. Four years later, we're not fucking amateurs either. We don't have like 15 minute or 20 minute episodes. No. I think the worst we ever did was like 46 minutes, maybe one time. When you broke my mind on a jagged rock or something? I broke your mind on a jagged house on the rock. That's it. Yeah. And I just couldn't continue. Because there were puppets, I think. And it was just, no, no, no good. But other than that, they're all yeah. approaching an hour. Yeah. Like, 45 right? minutes and 59 seconds was episode right. 29. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your, opinion, your opinion, man. man. Which maybe yeah. is the house on the rock one. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm just going through... Yeah, that's the only one under an hour. Oh, no, here's one. 52 minutes. You mix a hell of a Caucasian, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, 49 minutes. I tore my mind on a jagged sky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for the most part... My thinking about this case has become very uptight. 49 minutes, 12 seconds. Well, that's not very good. I'm disappointed in that. For the yeah. most part, we we go at least an hour per minute. Right. And if we go, if we want to go look on the other side, let's see, what do we have here? You're a Lebowski, I'm a Lebowski, that's terrific, hour 46. Nice. Well, we. Oh, Man and Me Part 2, two hours and four minutes. I believe uh, Simon was on that episode. Yep. Episode 33 and 34, Laundry, The Whites, and Her Life Was in Our Hands, both on hour 40 and change. Well, what about um, the final poop deck? Well, that was pretty long, right? Yeah. How long was that one? And you said the word, and it didn't automatically end our uh, podcast. I almost <laughs> felt like it did, but it didn't. Um, well, that was our special one. 
Three hours and 18 minutes, yeah. <laughs> Three hours and 18 minutes, huh? Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people made it to the end of that one. For my mommy, your wife, you might know her. Her name's Christine. Um, Gomio and I'm going to say Joby and Ashanti probably got sick of it. That's what Hard I'm going to say. So if you're out there listening to this, if we still have any listeners left, <laughs> let us know. Episode 118, the final poop deck. It was the last episode of the actual minute by minute. There was only 118 minutes. It's the end of the credits. Working the title the credits. logo comes up. Yeah. It's our final episode. It goes for three hours and 18 minutes and 37 seconds. Did you listen to the whole thing or not? Please let us know. Please do. If you didn't make it to the end, you missed the special closing. It was kind of like, you know, it brought a tear to my eye. Every time I listen to it, which I never have, it brings a tear to my eye. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But working title films, last thing yeah. to see in this 118. movie. Sean Colvin, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, Fade. I think that's still playing at that point. Yep. Fade now into the distance, like watching a fading sun over the Pacific Ocean while a tumbleweed drifts by. Yeah. So if you have made it to the end or not, let us know. Go to gutterballs.tv. Click on the contact link. You can send us a note. Is that the only way they can do it? That's the only officially supported way, I believe. Couldn't they message us on Twitter? Do we have a Twitter account? We do have a Twitter account, which is guttercast. At Guttercast on At Twitter. Guttercast. Okay, right. so here's my, my yeah. But I don't think they can. I think they can now. They Twitter changed this. So it used to be you couldn't DM someone if they weren't following you. Well, but you can add them. You can just add us. Yeah, let us know on Twitter. At us on Twitter. Message us on Facebook or message like- us on Facebook. Um, send us the contact thing. Message us on Tumblr. Tumblr. There you go. Tumblr has messaging now. Message us there. Leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos. Yeah, we might see that. We might see it. You never know. You could even leave a comment on this episode because we do have comments on the website still. Gutterballs.tv. Yeah. Go to gutterballs.tv. All the options are there. It's all there in a big yellow menu. You know, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, contact. All that stuff's there, as well as a little link called support, which should be changed to say something like support us or help us or something. Yeah, what is, honestly, so even looking at the word Support is like right my now. podcast client is having trouble downloading support. Your, your episode. There's Have an issue with the, with the byte length identifier. Reboot now, your router. Have you restarted your computer? Even just look at it. Two Ps in a row? What kind of word has two Ps in a row? Support. Like, look at it. It's a sup. Support. Port. I don't like support. You know, I hate sup. Like dinner wine. Oh, don't get me started on sup. And not sup like what's up, like apostrophe sup. I don't care. That's fine. We will sup together. Yes, we will sup together. Fuck you, sup. Fuck you, sup. No, I hate sup. Don't you sup. Ugh. I don't know if you're just fucking with me, but I hate sup. No, I don't like sup either. I got a little worked up. I hate we we supped. Just any iteration of it's any permutation of sup. Let we us sup. sup. 
And then that's probably why I hate supper so much. Well, supper, supper, sup. Why is that so gross and terrible? Sup. Are you looking up the etymology of sup right now? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just basking in how much I hate it. Why? But oh, don't let the you know anger leads to fear, fear leads to hate. I never get them right. Hate leads to the dark side. But it's the fucking prequels. Who cares? Um, no, it's um. Oh, it is an empire too. It's empire. Yeah. See, that's how that fucking those fucking prequels. Prequels, fucking no, because he says it in that too. I will not sup with the prequels. It was in all the commercials, I was guess, it because really? it was an empire quote. He said it again. Boy, 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 boy. So that knocked out. Talk about like you know errors, right? It knocked those bits out of my brain and Fuck. replaced them with the prequels. They're not just harmless. They They're aren't. damaging my memories. They're in there flipping switches. Are you oh, flipping boy. switches? Flipping switches. It's boom, like a boom, like a boom, hardware flipping bitches, virus. Flipping switches. Switching bitches. Switching bitches. It's like a hardware virus, Brad. Oh boy. In other words, just a virus. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, a hardware virus. Is it a hardware or is it a software virus if it's just flipping bits? Yeah, I guess that would be a software virus. I just wanted an excuse to say hardware virus again. Um, Oh, you're getting a message. Who is it? Can you tell me? I want to know. No. It's a reminder to post to Instagram that's been going off since 3 o'clock. Your personal Instagram or Gutterball's Instagram? Um, My personal Instagram. Okay, good. Jesus. We're way too important to be dealing with our own Instagram account at this point. Unless you're trying to micromanage our people, don't do that. It's kind of gross. Let them handle it. They can do it. Yeah. Sup. They're all good. Sup, Brad. Sup. Sup. Shall we sup? Sup. No, I'm asking if you want to have dinner. Sup. Sup? Yes, sup. Sup. Sup? Sup. Maybe let's only communicate in sups from now on. Like bro, you know? Bro. Right. Bro. Sup. bro me. I supped him. Sup. Sup. It's the app that you can ask uh, people if you want to have dinner with them. It just sends them a sup. Sup. And if or, they haven't had dinner yet and are up to meeting you, they can just respond with a with a, with a complimentary sup. Yeah. If they've already had dinner, they can just say, sup, had it already. If they had a nice dinner and they just want to let you know about it, sup. I think it could make us millions you got to give Bob Dylan credit, though, because he had an opportunity to rhyme <laughs> feeling with ceiling, and he didn't do it. Let's see. Here, and I'll, here, I'll, read, right. it. I'll read you the lyrics to this. All right? <clears throat> yeah. Ready. But, oh, what a wonder. Should I sing it? Or Go just for it. it. You might as well. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> I mean, I can't do any worse than Bob Dylan, right? But oh, what a wonderful feeling Just to know that you are near Sets my heart a-reeling Now, damn it, that does rhyme. Never mind. What, you want him to say that it sets his heart to the ceiling? Yeah, shit. Sets my heart a-reeling from my toes up to my ears. 
From my yeah. toes up to the ceiling. No, I had it all wrong. I'm stupid. Sends yeah. my heart a reeling from my toes up it's to the t- ceiling. Damn it. It's still an approximate rhyme between near and ears, right? It's yeah. pretty close, though. Fuck, I just wanted it to be ceiling so bad. So, the well, Big Lebowski. Listen, you were embarrassed about your Gollum impression, and now I can be embarrassed about that. Yeah, there you go. It's all good. All right. Everything's We're all good. among friends. We're all on the campfire of the listener here. Campfire of the listener. Yeah, it's like we're all around a campfire. Oh, I get it. It's very nice. I like it, and that's how I'm going to think about it from yeah. now on. Yeah. Campfire Hi, fellow campmates. How are you doing? Kumbaya, my lord. I'm going to put Kumbaya. another log on the fire here. Anybody need another marshmallow? Roasting up some s'mores here. Kumbaya, my lord. It's just a wonderful summer night here. Oh, those crickets. Are those crickets? <laughs> I think sudden, that's the... All this campfire got fucking weird. That's some giant, like, multicolored neon puppet thing that looks kind of like Big Bird that's going to come and peck everybody to death. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like my yellow man. Mm-mm. 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 Golden man. Golden man, right. The golden child. You don't want Eddie that Murphy. guy. Sh- <laughs> you don't want that guy showing up at your campfire because, not the least of which... As far as reasons you don't want him showing up at your campfire is, he's going to emerge from the campfire because he's the golden man. Right. And that's horrible. Anytime some man starts out small and emerges from a campfire and becomes very large, just, you know, you're going to So you mean he starts out as a homunculus? Oh, God. You know, I have to look up homunculus again because I never remember. I know they're sort of like demon weird creatures. No, like, like Dobie or something from Harry Potter, or it's just any kind man. of like tiny man. Oh, gross! These are awful. Oh, please no. Any, t- yeah, he starts so like, but like. So I mean, it could be. I, I mean, I guess it could be some weird proportions or troll-like uh, countenances going on, or just like a regular man, just like small. It's like, look, I, there's a tiny man. Okay, but he'd have to, so like slapstick, sort of that. Like he could be perfectly proportioned. But very small because the images I'm seeing of homunculus, they all have some exaggerated feature, be it a penis, be it hands, be it lips, be yeah. it head. That kind of stuff happens, too. So, But you're saying a homunculus could be a regular proportionate right. man. Well, we have an entire episode on homunculi. Do we? Yeah. That's yeah. Homunculi. Like that's why I brought it up. Let's see here. Homunculi. I see Gutter a homunculus balls. coming out of a woman's bottom. There's an image of it. Dopo Alvareto homunculus. But it's a woman bending over, but where her anus should be, there's a face, I presume, of the homunculus. But its eyes are closed, and its mouth is open, and there's a little speech bubble that says, Pop. So here's something really fucked up. Can't wait. We are not the only people oh God. to have combined the Big Lebowski and the idea of a homunculus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who are we associated with? So, so I'll start with... Listen, I, go ahead. Episode 13. I know we've talked about Features our discussion of the homunculus. Fuck. February 24th, 2013. I feel like there might be some others. I'm sure there are. 
Um, I'm not a big fan of it. Well, if it is, we didn't put in the description. That's the one that shows up in Google. But by Googling it, I also found this, uh, this, this, like, I don't know what it is. This, um, I guess it's like a paper. It looks like a big, like an academic paper or a dissertation. I guess it's like paper. From, but anyway, it's a, uh, it's the original Port Huron statement. The Big Lebowski and the Religion of Laughter. Shut the fuck up. Not the compromise second draft? I guess not. Jesus. And it That's says right amazing. here. What does it say? Don't keep me in suspense. The isolated TV viewer is depicted as an almost surreal realization of an isolationist epistemology. Joe Briefcase resembles nothing more than a solitary homunculus receiving images in a Cartesian theater. Please repeat. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? Um, Joe, Joe the, the who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The isolated TV viewer is depicted as an almost surreal realization of isolationist epistemology. Joe Briefcase resembles nothing more than a solitary homunculus receiving images in a Cartesian theater. That's on page 21, so I guess you really got to, like, build up to what he's talking about. Do you mean epistemology? Epistemology. Oh, epistemology. What's epistemology? It's like the study of the nature of knowledge, I think. Huh. You're you're getting knowledge about knowledge? Is that true? Yeah, the epistemology, the theory of knowledge, especially with regard to its method, validity, and scope. Epistemology is the investigation of what distinguishes justified belief from opinion. Huh. Well, shit, man. What's epistemology, then? Epistemology. Is it the re- the rapport between epistemology and science? What? I don't, I don't know what epistemology is. Are these all just typos? On epistemology, fractal ontology. I think it's some medical thing. Fractal ontology. No. I think you're thinking of oncology. Not oncology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. But epistemology. Sounded by a series of paradox. Every social formula is structured by... These all seem stupid. Outside of knowledge. It's still some knowledge-based. We're going to have to save this for a revisit. Save it for a revisit. But anyway, yeah. So the Port Huron statement... References, and I'm keep in mind, I'm only searching for gutter balls and homunculus, right? Right, and then there's another one here Calvin Freiberger does not care for your vagina bowling name. Why doesn't Calvin care about that? What's his fucking First, problem? Forced birth homunculus Calvin Freiberger, so he's like a human who is a member birther? of the something bowling teams use nice bowling team names like the gutter balls. That's all you can use is the gutter balls? Apparently not. You can't be like the little urban achievers? Is that okay? I guess not. Why? What's his problem with it? I don't know. Is, I it, guess, a re- is it a religious I thing? I guess where it's he somehow it's... connected to the fact that he's a forced birth homunculus. <sighs> what's a forced birth? Forgive me for asking. What's a forced birth? <laughs> I don't know. I think the point is they're just trying to say he's like a... An abortion or something? I don't know. I now know how the description of our episodes becomes out of order because the first thing I'm writing in this description is, mm. what's a forced birth homunculus? 
So there's also this post here that talks about... <laughs> I know when your voice cracks like it's serious all of a sudden. The, the, that talks about the gutter ball <laughs> sequence oh God. of the movie, but then in parentheses says, creation of the homunculus, the dude and mod dances one. Why is that? There's just so much out there. You can mix two words together, homunculus and gutter balls, and there's endless results. There is a lot out there, but a lot. Like, that's a very generic term for the things that are out there. It doesn't mean they're good or worthwhile or that you should spend your life reading that shit, man. Yeah. Take more photos. Oh, I'm working on that. Okay, good. Good. Epistemology. Anyway, we got off track. <laughs> From what? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. We're kind of missing a track. Well, except for the fact about the fucking big sleep. Big sleep. So big we did sleep. We both promised that we would read it. Yeah, it well, I mean, our- I think we had to. I mean, like, not that we, I mean, I know we didn't, but I mean, we really should have. If we're going to do a deep cast of... Big Lebowski, and it's based on Big Sleep. It's kind of like a homage or a send-up or whatever, or some weird, you know, it's one of the major pieces that got put in the blender to make this movie in the Coen Brothers brain blender. It's kind of like saying... Yeah, we don't... And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be a filmmaker, but do you know how to shoot? No, well, no, I'm not going to learn how... I'll just, I'm going to direct... Okay, have you read any screenplay? No, no, no. Of course not. Have you ever watched a movie? No, no. Do you, have you ever written words on paper? Well, no, but I'm going to be a director. Here we are doing a minute-by-minute analysis <laughs> right? of The Big Lebowski, which is – that's the other thing that pissed me off about listening to us talk about this minute of the movie is that even going into it, we had no idea that – there was a connection between the big sleep and the big Lebowski. Right. And then furthermore, once we found out, we talked a big game about reading the goddamn book, which I had right there on my bookshelf, which for some reason my bookshelf sounds like cellophane paper, and I still didn't read it. And you wonder why I don't want to listen to this fucking podcast, Brad. Yeah. You're coming around. I can well, sense it. Well, if you, I can see where you're coming from, right? Like if you judge it on those types of merits. <laughs> what other merit? I just judge it on the merit of whether or not I feel like, uh, you know, we kind of present ourselves well and take the user, take the user, take the listener on kind of like a little like, you know, uh, I don't know, journey through the woods, guide them by the hand and do a decent job, which we do. Granted, we may not have a whole lot of knowledge to impart. In fact, we may be full of fucking ridiculous ignorance. We don't even realize what we don't know. Do you know why that is, Brad? People are still, their souls, I think, are still richer for having gone on the journey with us. I, I honestly believe that. It's because there is nothing so depraved as a man in the depths of an ether binge. And I knew we'd get into that rotten shit soon enough. So basically, it's like two buffoons wandering through Las Vegas... In the depths of an ether binge. Yeah. And if you I mean, enjoy that kind of thing. That's my goal. Yeah, it's our goal, but. And we, actually, you know, sometimes we do it more than others. We're not actually huffing the ether. Maybe this would be a better podcast if, you know, 
we huffed some ether. Right. What is ether even? What is that? Is it? I just. I, I, I always kind of assumed it was like just grain alcohol, but it's obviously not that. Right. Yeah. You know. I don't. Yeah, let's look it up. No. I don't know look if up we would ether. Ether drug has that diethyl ether. Organic compound in the ether class with the formula C2H520, and there's some parentheses in there. Colorless, highly volatile, flammable liquid. So it is like a sort of alcohol, but I think it's just very gaseous. What makes you think it's an alcohol? Well, it's highly volatile and flammable, and it's called ether, diethyl ether, ethanol. Like there's some etymology there that leads yeah, me to I guess believe so. it's alcohol Commonly used as a solvent. Alcohol is a solvent. I know water is the universal solvent. Blah, blah. Laboratories and as a starting fluid for some engines. See, that's where it gets a little... Whew. It's formerly used as a general anesthetic until no, <laughs> until non-flammable drugs were ellipsis. Glad you moved away from the highly volatile flammable liquid yeah. as your general anesthetic... <laughs> Well, you know that's what how dry uh, cleaning the, was eventually was originally the done. Halcyon days of injecting patients with highly volatile and flammable liquid. No, tell me more about dry cleaning. Well, I don't think they injected them with ether. I think they just huffed it. All right, cool. And it knocked them out. I could be wrong. But that's what I think. Did they all have to fuck that bear? Yes. <sighs> that's a high cost to pay. What so the original cleaner? dry cleaning. Yeah, tell me more about dry Supposedly. Cleaning. We may have to Snopes.com this. <laughs> okay. But the original, like, thing they used with dry cleaning, the original chemical or whatever they used to clean the clothes dryly, was kerosene. How can that possibly be? Because it lifted the, the you know, it, like, it didn't mess up the clothing's fibers the way, it just, like, you know, removed the dirt from the stuff. So it didn't like dissolve the cotton fibers or whatever. It just took the dirt away. Yeah. And now you're you just smell like a refinery. Right. And like you'd be, you know, you know, so here it is. It's like the 1890s or whatever. Hmm. There's like this nascent idea of dry cleaning has happened. The poor chap goes to like light up his pipe on the corner and his kerosene soaked clothes. Yeah, I don't know. Weird world. See, I feel like the world is getting better in those ways, in a lot of ways. I don't know. Yeah, it's easy to like think we, that. And we're it not is using kerosene. That's but true. But I mean, fine, we still have more way. But do you know what chemicals they are using for dry cleaning these days, Well, Brad? they use some really fucked up chemicals then that at least were not flammable. Yes, harmful to the environment. Um, so, like, nowadays, they generally don't. It's just used with, uh, I don't know, something... I want to say like uh, like carbon dioxide or something like that. Liquid liquid perchloroethylene or tetrachloroethylene. It's used as a metal degreaser in the production of many other chemicals. Perk is found in the air, in drinking water, and in soil. So it's basically good for you. That's <laughs> what they're claiming. Anyway, it's an incremental improvement. I guess the point is so many other things I are think getting it's bad. Good that People aren't walking around with clothes soaked in kerosene. That is an incremental improvement. Like you'd think it would be good. Now we're yet. just walking around in clothes soaked with ignorance. 
Yes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Which is worse? Was well, yeah. an unexpected downer? I shouldn't have done it so aggressively. I guess. No, I guess you're right. We should go uh, back to right. the. No, Things we should go back up. to the laid back days. You know, I'm being very undued. No, I know. You know, no, no, no. I mean, yes, there's all kinds of problems. Things are without a doubt getting better. Um, hopefully, we're not about to take a big uptick, a little tick backwards. I do but, agree with you that things are getting better. But, I, I mean, really it's just kind of like, you know, like right now, it's easy to say, like, yes, let's not soak our clothes in kerosene. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. shit's cray. But, you know, at the time I mentioned, people are like, oh, these pussies don't want to soak their clothes in kerosene before they go on smoking. Like, it's just like, yeah, I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't right. know. Right. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Literally don't do that. Please. Jeez. Actually do that. If you think that's a good idea, actually do that. But yeah, it's very obvious that you would n- never do that. Even the most jackassery human of today wouldn't soak their clothes in kerosene and then like light fire, like have fire right next to them unless they wanted to die. But back then, I know what you said back then. It's like, oh, come on, you pussies. My clothes are the cleanest they've ever been. I get it. I get it. That's an incremental improvement. That's just my thing today, Brad. I'm all about these incremental improvements. And if I don't see like massive, like quantum leap style improvements, I'm very disappointed. Right. That's just today, though. My dry cleaning is done with carbon dioxide. It is not done with uh, perchloroethylene. So you just breathe on them? It's like it's like liquid carbon dioxide in essence. So you breathe on them really moistly. Does that make sense? I <laughs> well, oxygen can be a liquid. I guess it, it yeah, it is liquidized. Uh, Why yeah, does I mean, mean like when you liquidize that stuff, isn't it like super cold or something? It would have to be really cold. But I think it's so it's like you know. Well, it says here that it's pressurized Kelvin? into a liquid. Well, okay, we split in hairs here. We intense might be pressure coldness. Doesn't it get cold when it's under intense pressure? I don't know. Like a tank of liquid oxygen? Yeah, I guess that's how it is turned into that. I guess because there's no it. like state on this planet where you can go down to whatever, single digits Kelvin or whatever it is. I'm not going to Google what temperature is liquid oxygen or liquid carbon God. dioxide. So if you hear me typing on the keyboard, I'm just like, I'm checking... I'm checking my Film Freeway site to see if I got accepted to more film festivals. So, film festivals? Yeah. You've been accepted to film festivals? Two of them? Wow. That's awesome. I'm batting 500. I made a movie for the Quantum Shorts Film Fest. Uh, As previously featured in Gutterballs. Right. Last year, you you won a little, uh, what was that there, Uh, first place? I won runner-up and people's choice. Runner-up and people's choice. So, I actually, for all any of you know, I didn't get accepted to that festival yet. Not allowed to say it. Oh, shit. You have to beep it out. Yeah, we'll go back and edit all that out, you know. If anybody listened to this, I would care. But it doesn't matter. But yes, there you go. And then the 300 Seconds Film Fest, which, that's great. That's two out of four. Yeah. So... Well, when once you're able to share the film, if if I'm able to, then if you're we'll able post to. it somewhere. Sure, maybe we'll repost well, the old we'll one have, that I won too. Yeah, let's do that. 
do that. And we should post your photo that was displayed in public. Somebody yeah, thought that, that was good enough <laughs> to like show to people. And it's just like I had to make, let's see, five minutes. I shot 24p, so 24 frames a second times 60. How much is that? 240 times 1,000. We'll say like 1,200. I don't know. What did I have to do? 10,000? Thousands and thousands. We'll just say that of pictures. Yep. You took one picture. Just one. Just one. Well, and you got to show it in front of people. But I had to fucking pack all the meaning of thousands of pictures into a single one, though. Oh, is that how you're selling it? All that's right. Not, that's um, that's my story, and I'm sticking all to right. it. No, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Let me I ask might you. have a, a, a second showing coming up. Oh, shit. In really? uh, Philadelphia this summer. Let me know when that is. I so will stay attend. tuned. I would like to go there. And if anybody's I'm, around, they should go, too. Yeah. If it but works, if I can say more, if it all happens, we'll see how it comes together. Stay tuned to this podcast for awesome. more info. But, Brad. We just pimped our own shit. That was pretty cool. When you, because you probably went and saw your photo hanging in a display, like on a wall with other photos yeah. and people milling around looking at yeah. photos. Did you like kind of wander by your photo and try to hear what people were saying? Um, I didn't, although I wish I really? did. I kind of like was just so kind of like thrown off by the whole thing. It was such a new experience. I, I didn't really do that. I should have. Well, I don't know if you should. It could go either way. Like, it's very nerve-wracking right. to be judged in public like that. So, I, yeah. Like, some p directors don't want to watch the movie. <laughs> like, okay, it's premiering wherever. They don't want to go in there and watch it surrounded right. by people who are, like, judging it. Even not out loud, but just based on their reactions. It's like, what if it's terrible? What if I'm a disappointment? I just don't think I could take that kind of rejection. Yeah. So that's hard. But I feel like with a photo with all the meaning packed into one picture and with other photos hanging there, you could kind of cruise around and not be stuck. Like it's not one photo on the wall and everybody's looking at it and you have to like live in that like right. criticism stew. You can just kind of cruise through. Oh, there's some new people wandering over. You can kind of cruise past. Maybe you look at it. They don't know if you made it or not. I guess that's equivalent to watching the movie. But like then you can just move on. I'm just looking at other photos around here. I think it might have been worthwhile to get some little insider scoop. Little feedback, like totally honest feedback mm -hmm. that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Like saying, "Here, please look at my photo. Please look at my movie. Tell me what you think. Please love me. Love right. what I do. Please, 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 geez, gimme, gimme, gimme." You know, you could just kind of cruise through without all the like awkwardness of sitting there and having to have everybody look at one thing. I'm saying, next time, Philly, you need to do it. Yeah. Now, what photo did you submit, if you're allowed to say? You don't have to say. To Philly? Yeah. Um, that's, it's a little more complicated than that. How's that? It's a photo, um, a photo, right? What's that? A photo is a photo. Which photo? Is there multiples? And there's well, considering I, I'm multiples? working to decide which photos to display. 
See, that is. I'm working with so the. They, I'm working with the venue, so to speak. They. So, did they ask you to submit? No. It's it's complicated. <laughs> a lot of ins. There's a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Shit, man! A lot of threads in old Bradder's head. Yeah. That is complicated. All right. Well, I don't want to press you. I'm looking forward to it, though. I want to hear more. Maybe next time we record. Yeah, maybe next time, or as you know, we have more, 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 more details about what's going on here as I get as we get closer to the summer. How do you, so? Here, let's get back to the the main course here. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about another broken promise of us not actually? Reading The Big Sleep. Now, I did read like 20 pages of it because I had it in my hand. Okay. So I had a little unfair advantage because it was right there. And I'm like, I'm going to show everybody what a shit Brad is. I'm going to read it and he won't, you know? Yeah, let me check something out here. So even with the book in my hand and that motivation to show the world what a shit you are, I still didn't read it, (laughs) you know? I still Mm -hmm. didn't do it. But I read like 20 pages maybe. And I got like... And I think we talked about this in a subsequent episode, but there was like a guy in a wheelchair in, you know, a greenhouse and then this right. like sort of private investigator that was out of his depth and then some like teenage girl or 20-year-old daughter of the guy in the wheelchair. I don't think it was a wife. It was like a daughter that he had to like do something. I don't know. And then that's as far as I got. I'm like, this is fucking baffling. It would be like reading a poorly written story of The Big Lebowski. Because I think reading a novel of The Big Lebowski would be the shittiest book ever. That would be pretty weird. So I just looked it up here. I wanted to see. I did go so far with the best intentions. I did purchase The Big Sleep on iBooks. Oh, you did? I did. Wow. Probably right after we did that episode. Yeah. Four years ago. Did I read it? No. <laughs> I did apparently move through all of the front matter, like the cover and the table of contents and stuff, and got to like the opening of chapter one, right. which is page seven of the book. So I went that far. Philip Marlowe approached the house and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Great. Great. Well, I'm only slightly better than you, but again, I already had the book in my hand, and I still didn't do it. Well, this is like, again, you watch these Coen Brothers movies, and we think like, oh, this is a great, cool movie. But then you realize all of the depth of illusion and cultural reference in there. Yeah. You know, they're they're highly intellectual and literary, and like we have no idea. We're just like, ha, oh, the dude's cool. Right. Stoner dude. He drops his joint on the counter at the diner. <laughs> right. Right. Because we had that same revelation about the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, doing this uh, right, right. deep cast. Right. Well, the magnitude of our own folly keeps being revealed to us in blinding flashes over and over again, doesn't it? But I'm going to just keep beating the drum of our own ignorance. <laughs> No, I don't like the way that sounds. I don't like ignorance. But folly folly is okay. I'm going to beat the drum of our own folly. Ignorance is 
is kind of it has it smacks of intention. Like if you can say I'm ignorant, it's like you're bragging about it. Yeah, I hate that shit. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I, well, bang I make the fun of myself for being no ignorant, good. but I strive to be better. Yes, I'm but not going to wallow in my ignorance. No, no, I'm still I'm not filled going with folly. Condescend to those that are less ignorant than me. No, don't you condescend me, man. I'll kill you, man. All right, so there it was. Oh, and it's not big sleep. It's the big the sleep. The big sleep, right. You asshole from four years ago, Adam. What, did, did, did you, you say that? I don't know. I said that. that. I'm yeah, just insulting Lebowski, my past. The big yeah. sleep. Oh, did you watch Big Lebowski? Actually, that doesn't sound crazy, does it? But it is the big Lebowski. Right. I was just referring to it as big sleep. It's not big sleep. The Big Sleep. The Big Sleep. The Big Lebowski. Did you watch The Batman? Yeah, Christian I mean, Bale as The Batman. I know you're flipping the script there. I did watch Lobster. Oh, you did? Shit. I watched Lobster. I really want to see that. Fuck. Well, I couldn't wait around for you forever. Nope. I got to see that. My wife well, and I, you might know her. Her name's Leslie. We watched it. So Watch the... Uh, Go back and watch that director's other film, Dogtooth. I don't know about that. <laughs> you really little, want to. I'm a little... I do want to, but I'm a little skittish. You're skittish when I start recommending movies yes, with a yes. laugh in my voice, a little <laughs> twinkle. Yeah. When you go high and I, I see the way your eyes could sort of squint and you lean back in your chair and you go <laughs> like that. Yeah, I get a little skittish. That's right, you should. <laughs> but you got to work through your fear on this one. Okay, I'm going to find something, it's anything that you're afraid of, listen, and I'm going to really needle through, you about it. You got through Antichrist. I'm you still can, dealing with it. I, I'm not through anything. it yet. I'm not through it. I'm going to find something. Brad, I'm just telling you, I'm going to find something that you are truly frightened of, and I'm going to needle you about it. And maybe it's your own feeling of... Like, lack of self-worth. Maybe I'll needle you about that. But fucking anything Von Trieri, you know, affects me bad. It's like that and puppets. And I'm open about it. And I'm trying to work through it. I watched Melancholia after I watched Antichrist, knowing full well that Von Trier fucks me up. And I watched that. I'm willing to try. It took me 15 years to get to the point where I could kind of eat mushrooms and once in a while enjoy them. Why? Because I worked at it. Like once a All week, right. I would eat mushrooms. Now, what are you working through? How are oh, you, you getting better? Oh, you just mean mushrooms. Like the stuff you put on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like psilocybin, magic mushrooms. Psilocybin doesn't really take much getting used to. It does all the work for you. Yeah. But I'm talking about food mushrooms, like culinary right. mushrooms. Yeah. Took a long time. No, I don't take psilocybin every week. Would that it were so, but I don't. But what are you working through? What is something you hate? Sticks, perhaps? I give you credit for that. What else? Something that I, I, I hate. You hate or are frightened of or that makes you unsettled that, you that you know, is... I'm not talking about, like, murdering people. I'm talking about something like a Von Trier movie or a culinary delight that a lot of people like. Something It's like... Oh, it's widely recognized as great. You don't like it, but you're making an effort to enjoy it. 
Well, I don't know if this is not quite that, but I can mention a culinary delight that I've currently come around to. What's that? And you're going to laugh at this because no, it's like universally on. loved. I'm not going to laugh at it. I was like, it. ugh. Why would I do that? But now I like it. What is it? It was guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> guacamole? Yeah. I'm allergic to avocados. I love guacamole. That's laughable, man. <laughs> I'm not really laughing at you. That was nice. Nice nice admission. Thank you, Brad. Thank yeah. you, Brad. Yeah, That's although good. I didn't necessarily work on it. Just one day I realized it was good. It, it's like it flipped the switch and then you yeah. liked it. That's how my mom was. You might know her. Her name's Gigi with cilantro. Yeah. She was one of the soapy people where cilantro uh. tastes like soap. But we were doing like a lot of, I don't know, soups and Mexican foods. We were having fresh chopped cilantro everywhere. Didn't like it at first. And then like one day I was just like, that tastes pretty good. Because it's like flipping the switch. She embraced the soapiness. No, it became not soapy but fresh. Because if you think about it, soap means clean, fresh, has a cleanness to it. So they're uh-huh. very, they're kind of right there, right? Soapy and clean and fresh. I see. There we go. I don't know. That's just what I think right now at this moment. I'll deny ever saying it next time. All right. We done here? I mean, we're fucking done, right? We can time cop this bitch, right? I guess. There's a little he would ask. This is the dude now. And what he's going to ask is he wants his rug back. As for compensation. his carpet. There's a little he would ask. He wants his carpet. Gutter balls. Reed.